Faith, Hope and Love, episode 442, the 27th Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year A. The Gospel values included in the readings this weekend include that God is long-suffering and patient. God trusts us and gives us the blessings and gifts and responsibilities of freedom in the hope and trust that we will use that autonomy and discretion well and only for good. This is Faith, Hope and Love. Within your will, O Lord, all things are established, and there is none that can resist your will, for you have made all things, the heaven and the earth, and all that is held within the circle of heaven. You are Lord of all. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Hello everyone and gentleness and peace be with you all. Brothers and sisters, the Lord is full of love and mercy. And so we prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries by first acknowledging our sins. Lord Jesus, you came to gather the nations into the peace of God's kingdom. Lord, have mercy. You come in word and in sacrament to strengthen us and make us holy. Christ, have mercy. You will come again in glory with salvation for your people. Lord, have mercy. By Almighty God, have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in
Lighthouse Pride Almighty ever-living God, who in the abundance of your kindness surpass the merits and desires of those who entreat you, pour out your mercy upon us to pardon what conscience dreads and to give what prayer does not dare to ask. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Let me sing for my beloved my love song concerning his vineyard. My beloved had a vineyard on a very fertile hill. He dug it and cleared it of stones and planted it with choice vines. He built a watchtower in the midst of it and hewed out a wine vat in it. He expected it to yield grapes, but it yielded wild grapes. And now inhabitants of Jerusalem and people of Judah judge between me and my vineyard. What more was there to do for my vineyard that I have not done in it? When I expected it to yield grapes, why did it yield wild grapes? And now I will tell you what I will do to my vineyard. I will remove its hedge, and it shall be devoured. I will break down its wall, and it shall be trampled down. I will make it a waste. It shall not be pruned or hoed and it shall be overgrown with briars and thorns. I will also command the clouds that they rain no rain upon it. For the vineyard of the Lord of hosts is the house of Israel, and the people of Judah are his pleasant planting. He expected justice, but saw bloodshed. Righteousness, but heard a cry. The Word of the Lord. The vineyard of the Lord is the house of Israel. You brought a vine out of Egypt. To plant it you drove out the nations. It stretched out its branches to the sea, to the great river it stretched out its shoots. Then why have you broken down its walls? It is plucked by all who pass by. It is ravaged by the boar of the forest, devoured by the beasts of the field. God of hosts, turn again, we implore. Look down from heaven and see. Visit the vine and protect it the vine your right hand has planted, and we shall never forsake you again. Give us life that we may call upon your name. God of hosts, bring us back. Let your face shine on us, and we shall be saved. The vineyard of the Lord is the house of Israel. 
A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Philippians. Brothers and sisters, do not worry about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is honourable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is pleasing, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, and if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Keep on doing the things that you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, and the God of peace will be with you. The Word of the Lord. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. I call you friends, says the Lord, because I have made known to you everything I have learned from my Father. Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to the chief priests and the elders of the people, Listen to another parable. There was a landowner who planted a vineyard, put a fence round it, dug a wine press in it, and built a watchtower. Then he leased it to tenants and went to another country. When the harvest time had come, he sent his slaves to the tenants to collect his produce. But the tenants seized his slaves and beat one, killed another, and stoned another. Again he sent other slaves, more than the first, and they treated them in the same way. Finally he sent his son to them, saying, They will respect my son. But when the tenants saw the son, they said to themselves, This is the heir, come, let us kill him and get his inheritance. So they seized him, threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. Now when the owner of the vineyard comes, what will he do to those tenants? They said to him, He will put those wretches to a miserable death and lease the vineyard to other tenants who will give him the produce at the harvest time. Jesus said to them, Have you never read in the scriptures? The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone? This was the Lord's doing, and it is amazing in our eyes. Therefore I tell you, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people that produces the fruits of the kingdom. The Gospel of the Lord 
God lovingly desires to give us what we need, patiently calling us back to obedience. Of course, eventually, time ends up running out, sooner or later. And God expects us, in the end, to bear the fruits of the kingdom of heaven. This weekend's gospel says a lot of really good things about our God and some very disappointing things about our human response to God's absolute generosity and patience. The image of the unsatisfactory vineyard would have been a very familiar one to the people of Israel, as shown in the first reading. The Lord puts all his love and care into building for his people a fruitful and life-giving environment for them, and what he gets back is sour grapes. What causes bitter grapes? It's too much acid and not enough sugar. The fruit might be too small or too crowded or just be wild. It's a fitting image that if we ferment bitterness, resentment, harshness, negativity, or a lack of cordiality in our lives, if we crowd out our time and energy with too many opposite priorities, or if we allow pride and willfulness to be our way, it will produce bitter fruits and a pitiful harvest. The fruits will not be good. We see that God is extremely loving. The owner of that land in the parable did not just give them an empty parcel and say, there you go, now build what you want and at the end of it give me the fruits. Rather, in the parable, the master lovingly plants the vineyard himself. He fences it off with care, he builds accommodation and security, and then builds the wine press for the fruits to be processed. The landowner is a loving giver, not a control freak. He hands over the vineyard and does not stand over them or set up any oppressive system to make sure they do the right thing. He trusts his tenants and leaves them to do their job, then steps back to give them time to do it. The master is extremely patient, certainly not ruthless. After the very first messenger was sent and rejected, he would have been entitled to destroy those wicked tenants there and then, but instead he continues to give them the benefit of the doubt. Perhaps there's been a miscommunication. Perhaps there's a reason for this terrible behaviour. The master is being more than reasonable. He sends a long list of messengers to ask for what is right and what is his. There's no acid or bitterness to be found in God. His fruits are good. Patience, forbearance, compassion. He's long-suffering, giving many, many chances for change and growth. But in the end, he must have the fruits of the vineyard as he deserves. But the master spares nothing. He even risks his most precious treasure, his beloved son, and sends him to them to sort out this peacefully if it can be. As the great Easter hymn says, to ransom a slave, God gave away his only son. What an extraordinary act of love, an unearthly generosity to his ungrateful people. Finally, when their rebellion and arrogance is no longer in any doubt. After the longest time, the master demands that the fruits be given, to act prudently, lovingly, and justly. This simply cannot go on like this, and so he hands over the vineyard to people who will care for it, and use it as intended. In many ways, and also through the people we meet, God sends us all sorts of invitations and opportunities inviting us to widen our hearts or adjust our attitudes. 
Meanwhile, with God's help, we continue working peacefully, positively and respectfully, and always with grateful hearts. The Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. St. Paul tells us to pray for our every need, and so we come before God and pray. For the leaders of the church, that they may nurture the gift of faith in others. Let us pray to the Lord. For God's pilgrim people, that we may turn to Christ as the source of nourishment. Let us pray to the Lord. For those who work on the land and harvest the sea, that they may cooperate with nature and so protect the precious gifts of creation. Let us pray to the Lord. for the community of believers, that we may better imitate Jesus in our daily lives. Let us pray to the Lord. For the eternal repose of the souls of dead, that Christ may welcome them to the heavenly banquet, especially those for whom we now pray. Let us pray to the Lord. God of peace, your Son told us to pray with confidence, trusting in your love and care. We ask you to hear our prayers through Christ our Lord. Amen.
Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. With humble and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, O Lord, and may our sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity. Cleanse me from my sin. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at our hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Accept, O Lord, we pray, the sacrifices instituted by your commands, and through the sacred mysteries which we celebrate with dutiful service, graciously complete the sanctifying work by which you are pleased to redeem us. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For by his birth he brought renewal to humanity's fallen state, and by his suffering cancelled out our sins. By his rising from the dead he has opened the way to eternal life, and by ascending to you, O Father, he has unlocked the gates of heaven. And so with a company of angels and saints, we sing the hymn of your praise, as without end we acclaim, Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread, and, giving thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you.
In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one. By the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis our Pope, and Mark our Bishop, and his assistant, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace.
May the mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us peace. May the receiving of your body and blood, Lord Jesus Christ, not bring me to judgment and condemnation, but through your loving mercy, be for me protection in mind and body and a healing remedy. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Amen. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Amen. The Lord is good to those who hope in him, to the soul that seeks him. A prayer for spiritual communion in union with all who are unable to physically receive communion at this time. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the blessed sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already here, and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Body of Christ. Amen. The Blood of Christ. Amen. Let us pause for a time of quiet post-communion prayer and reflection.
What has passed our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess in purity of heart, that what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. Grant us, Almighty God, that we may be refreshed and nourished by the sacrament which we have received, so as to be transformed into what we consume. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks everyone, and I gratefully acknowledge and give thanks to God for your prayers and the worship that we give to God in this time of reflection upon God's goodness and mercy. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace.